Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest is a woman of God who can be described as an activist for the Lord Jesus, a singer, preacher, who truly has a heart for God. And her name is Damaris Carbon. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Ooh, yeah, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Eyes are 
Then I know, I know he watches me. If his eye, his arm, that little sparrow, then I know he watches me. He said I had. This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis from the CD, The Heart of God, Damaris Carbaugh, our guest singing, I Know the Plans. Damaris, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Thank you, Derek. Great to be with you. You know, the first time I saw you was here at Times Square Church. It was the night I was asked to testify and share my testimony along with Michelle Margiata and yourself. And I remember sitting on stage, a little nervous to say the least. And, uh, you know, you know how it was. It was like, you know, the ministerial staff was on the left, the, the band was on the right, mm-hmm. the choir was in the back, and there was this huge congregation out in front. And you went first to testify. Mm-hmm. And you shared your testimony with such strength and such conviction. Then you sang. And then when you opened your mouth, so did I. <laughs> I, I was like, whoa. Your voice is an incredible well, instrument. Thank you. When did it all start for you? Oh, my word. I was 11 years old when I was serious about singing. I was actually taking my mother found a wonderful voice teacher. Yeah. And that she actually had a studio and lived in Carnegie Hall. Mm -hmm. She rented studios to opera singers, and she taught piano, organ, and voice. Okay. Her name was Dr. Emilia del Terzo, and my mother met her through the music minister of our church and said to her, my daughter sings. I would like for you to train her. And she asked my mother how old I was, and my mom says she's 11. She says, no, I don't take children. She'll, you know, when she's a teenager, when she's a, you know, a young lady, I'll be glad to train her. Mm -hmm. And my mom says, would you at least meet her? Can I bring her to you? And she didn't really understand why, but anyway, my mother brought me to her. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were trained. I was, I was trained classically. Another funny thing is that I was a very high soprano and right now I'm people ask me all the time what am I and I said I'm a baritone with a skirt on (laughs) I mean it's just so low but my voice but it's beautiful oh thank you it's beautiful then you went on to sing uh jingles jingles. I understand oh my I I was 15 when I did my first jingle yeah right on right like two blocks from here what was your first jingle did it it was called 
put litter where the litter ought to go. It was an anti-pollution commercial. No kidding. It was really kind of funny, okay. but I'll never forget it because I was so impressionable and first time in a recording studio. Yeah, but you did brand names too, Yeah, right? then after that, um, that musician recommended me to other people, and that's how it happens in the jingle industry. You, you know, somebody hears you, somebody else hears you, somebody else recommends you. Next thing I know, I was doing jingles, and I never pursued that. You know, it's not like I decided, okay, I want to do jingles. Yeah. I got one, then I got another one, and then I got another one, and then I joined AFTRA and SAG, and sure. then that was what I then did it was for like many, many, many years. Yeah. 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 When I heard you testify, you said, you said, I am determined to use my gift for the Lord. Amen. So is that what you do solely yes, now? Yes. I, um, I, I am convinced that I was made to glorify God, and though we, we throw that out very, you know, we say that, but I'm not too sure that many people understand that what that means is that my life is supposed to make God look good. Okay. So that when people hear me or see me or interact with me, they should want to know the God that I know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and I understand that. And and to me, um, it took me a long time to understand that that God wanted me to sing for his glory. Um, do I think you can have a secular career? That's that's another topic. What, are you reading my mind? Because that was my next question. You know, that's I've, another topic. Well, I, well let's I really, talk about that. Yeah. Because you know, I've talked to a number of Christian musicians, singers, performing artists, mm-hmm. etc., who use their gift as their occupation. I mean, this is how they make a living. I do would, you have a problem with that? Well, it, it all depends on what the song is saying. Yeah. I'm not going to get up and sing a song that me and Mrs. Jones have, you know, we have a thing going on. Right. Uh, so, therefore, you have to start choosing your material. And there are very few that I would say perfectly pure love songs out there. Mm-hmm. Very few. Well, especially there's, there's, nowadays. Yeah, it's all, it's very... Um, Sexual. It's sexual, and it's not at all what God intended. Mm-hmm. There's one that I always, you know, because I, I, I'll, I'll tell people, but there are exceptions. Like, once I had a secret love, beautiful song that Doris Day, mm-hmm. um, I remember thinking that that's, that one I can sing to the Lord, but now I shout it from the mountaintops or mountain or hills or whatever, yeah. even told the golden daffodils at last, my heart's an open door and my secret's love, no secret anymore. We're, we're lyrics are more like poetry exactly. than, than anything else. So I'm, I, I find that material is very limited if you're going to sing secular mm-hmm. music. Um, but you didn't stay with the jingles, huh? No. I did actually pursue a secular career and I had a, a dear friend who I did a lot of jingles for. She was a jingle producer, but she was also a record producer. Oh. And her name was Debbie McDuffie. And she recognized your talent. And she literally um, made a way for me to make a demo album. Okay. So we did this demo album and what she didn't tell me is that she submitted it to the American Song Festival Festival, which was a competition that lasted for about 10 years. Yeah. It's no longer in existence. Mm-hmm. The last year it wasn't a songwriter's competition. It became an artist's competition. Okay. So she submitted the entire album to this to this thing yeah. and submitted me in two categories, in R&B and in easy list, like a, a adult contemporary easy listening kind of thing. I, I can see that. I can see so, you fluctuating yeah. both ways. So mm-hmm. she calls me up. I'm pregnant with my daughter, Ashley. I'm living in North Carolina. And she calls me up and says, you're a finalist. And I said... First of all, I had no idea what she was talking about. And to me, the word finalist meant some kind of pageant. And I'm like <laughs> nine months pregnant with Ashley. I said, what, a pregnant women pageant? Right, what are you right, talking about? Right. She says, no, you won the American, you won in two categories. And now 
we have to do a video of you. And I went, a video of me now? And literally I was large with child and, yeah. and um, we did, I won. The grand prize, which I won, yeah. was a one record deal with CBS Records with nice. a budget of about a quarter of a million dollars. Right. So I released it in 84. Mm -hmm. I had Patty Austin, Luther Van Ross, and people like that singing backup. Singing for, backup, backup for you? Luther, the, the, one of the, the You Stopped Loving, which is a song by him, yeah. I recorded it on my album. No I mean, kidding. I have pictures of the album party that we took because the, 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 where I did the album was the A&R Recording Studio, which is a building that was knocked down. It was right here, walking distance from here on 7th Avenue. Okay. The A&R Recording Studio, which I, I was 15 when I went to a Dionne Warwick session once. So the memories of that building and that place um, were amazing. And so I was so excited, you know, 1984, I got a little record, I got a little airplay on WBLS for... Um, um, what about my love? That was the name of the single. Okay. And actually, would you believe some guy found it and has put it like on YouTube or something? I, I am not surprised. <laughs> I mean, I was like, who found this thing anyway? So, so you've rubbed elbows with some high-powered people. Oh, I did jingles with Luther and and with Patty. And, and you so probably could have gone in that direction, no? That's exactly where I wanted to go. So and, what happened? Um, and the album didn't really go anywhere i mean it didn't it's in secular terms the album flopped okay in the sense of it didn't sell it, a lot of you know didn't sell about about ten thousand, which is nothing yeah. um didn't sell didn't go so i decided then you know what i don't cbs didn't really want me it was just an obligation that they had for this grand prize so let me do let me go on my own right. i went to la i recorded two more songs and yeah. I, I said to myself i'll present myself to some other companies and um, how'd that go and well i did the two songs that do the did the two demos nothing worked out but fast forward to 1988 pastor Simbola invites me to go with him to argentina he says listen you're bilingual i'm just going to speak to some pastors i want you to encourage them now were you saved during oh, all yes. of this all, all the secular stuff absolutely okay oh you kidding i met i met pastor Simbola. he invited my sisters and i to sing when i was a teenager yeah. my sisters and i sang in a trio my mother was a preacher yeah and uh, she preached. He invited my mom to come speak at the Brooklyn Tabernacle on Atlantic Avenue with 15 people there. Wow. That's all it was. He had just started. It was 1971. Yeah, because Brooklyn Tab is 40, huge now. No, oh, it's almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Ten people. We walked in. My mother preached. He announced us, and we sang. And But I really feel God united our hearts with a purpose and a plan. Okay. So that became, in a few years, that became our church so now I'm in, while I was pursuing the secular career yeah. I'm at the Brooklyn Tabernacle, but I am not telling anybody. I understand. Because I really felt, this is, this is what's funny, Derek, I Why? really felt that Pastor Simbola and the leadership in the church wouldn't understand my, my wanting to go secular. This is how I thought. I said, okay. you know what? They're narrow. Mm. They don't understand that God has big plans for me. Mm. They're narrow, and they think it's only one way, but I I know better. <laughs> I know that God has big plans. And one day, when I am selling out Madison Square Garden right. in Radio City, right. they will understand that God really did open this door, door for, for me. Sure, sure. And so that was my mentality. So yeah. I kept it on the low, even yeah. though I'm sure I really feel if Pastor Simbola knew what I was pursuing, he would not have invited me to go with him to Argentina. Okay, so he invited Invited you to Argentina. And I get there, Derek, yeah. and God places me in front of people that loved God yeah. 
like I've never seen people love God. Wow. That's all I can tell you because I was raised in the gospel. I was raised with a godly grandfather, mm -hmm. godly parents. Mm -hmm. Pastor Symbol has been in my life since I was 16. Yeah. I just had a birthday. I'm just turned 55. It's been many years. It's not like I hadn't seen godly people here in the States. But the way these people loved God absolutely broke me. Mm. And it's like God used those very sweet people to show me the condition of my heart. In a moment, I knew the problem. The Lord clearly said to me, this is the problem. They love me. You don't. You mm. believe in me. Mm. You know I'm real. You know I'm powerful. It's not like I didn't have faith. I knew God was real. I mm. knew God sent his son. I knew God loved me. Yeah. But I didn't love him. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. Sure. And the last thing on my mind was obeying God. And this it, is, listen, this is my plans for my life. Mm -hmm. Blessed God. Amen. As opposed to your plans for my life. Right. Right. And he slew me. I mean, just I was slain. And in, in, in my heart, I was just, I realized how far I was from God. I also understood the condition of my heart. I was spiritually bankrupt. I had no hunger for prayer. Mm. I had no hunger for the word of God. Mm -hmm. I had no stamina even to be in a service. Mm. I just, I acted the part well, mm. but that's not where I wanted to be. So and when you went to Argentina, oh, that the, changed for you. These people, now they were very poor. Somebody might say, well, that's what it is since they have nothing better to do. But the Lord said to me, yeah, you feel sorry for them because you see them, they have very little but they could be in my presence all day long. They're very poor, but they're very rich. You're, on the other hand, are very rich compared to them, but you're very poor. So mm -hmm. I just came back and I told my husband, I had I had a few contracts that I just let ride out. Cause, really? you know, Yeah, and I said, it's over. I'm not doing this anymore. But you continued to sing. I continued to sing, and Pastor, Pastor Simula invited um, the head of a pretty big Christian gospel label mm -hmm. to come hear me at Brooklyn Tabernacle. Okay. This is a funny story. Yeah. He said, I want, I want you to, I want them to hear what God did in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is it. This is going to, you know, I'm going to give my testimony. They're going to hear me. They're going to want to sign me to but, a Christian label. Oh, hallelujah. God's but still your mentality was like, look, I want to be a star here, but I'm going to be a star in the gospel right. arena. Exactly. And so they come, they hear me. The guy afterwards said, this was really sweet. Then he wrote me a letter about two months later and yeah. said, it was wonderful to meet you. And basically in the letter, he basically said, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Don't call us. We'll, we'll call, call you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, we're not really looking for any new artists at the time. Um, um, so now that insulted me two ways, Derek. Mm -hmm. Number one, it insulted me because how could you not want me? I'm terrific. Just to show you, just I'm, to show you where my I'm humility is. <laughs> how, how could, could you not you want dare? me? I'm terrific. Yeah. And number two, what do you mean you're not looking for new artists? I, I, that's when I really felt now you're lying to me because... That's all a record company continuously does. So what you're saying is, even though you were a gospel <laughs> artist, you were, you were singing the music, exalting the Lord, your motives and attitudes still weren't right. Exactly. And God didn't bless and it. And when God, when I got home, when I got that letter, I got very upset and I went to the Lord. I said, what's going on here? Yeah. And he says, you think because you've changed your repertoire ah. from why did you leave me baby to yes, Jesus loves me, right. that you're ready. And, and you're he says, you still want the mic. That's all you want. And, uh, and you know what? I sat for two years, yeah. and I was very convicted. The Lord clearly showed me. This was 1988. I get back from Argentina in 88. Mm -hmm. And I felt immediately when I was 
humiliated this way because I, I was God, God had to humble me and and he's still doing it it's not like oh my goodness yeah. god forbid anybody should think that i've arrived yeah uh, he's still doing it mm-hmm. but the lord just said to me go home be a better wife hmm. be a better mother hmm. be a better sister in christ to your local church hmm. just sit down so essentially god said start at home yeah, and sit down. When when you're ready, I'll tell you. You just when I was a little girl, my mother used to always because I was the middle child, and yeah. you know the middle child syndrome is like, <laughs> watch me, look at me, you know. And every once in a while, my mom says I would be in everybody's. I'm talking about like really little, five or six, you know. Yeah. And I would just be if company came over, I'd be in everyone's face, and sure. my mom would say to me, "Sit, sit. down." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like the Lord said to me, "Just sit down. Yeah. You are still so full of yourself, and yeah. you don't." You don't see it. Oh, and then he said, and get in my word. Uh, you don't know the word. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the word all my life. I've heard preaching. But me, myself, digging in for myself, wanting to know Jesus, that's his revelation of himself. You cannot know God better than his word. If you're not in his word, I don't care what you're doing, you cannot know him. And you can't minister. No. And he goes, get in your word, read, study. So... It's what I've been doing now for, you know, 22 years, asking God to just show me more and more who Mm -hmm. he is through his word Mm -hmm. and that I would truly enjoy glorifying God. Your latest CD is The Heart of God. Uh, Great CD. What's one of your favorite songs in the CD? I Know the Plans. That's the one we heard at the top. Yeah. Any others? Be Aware. Be Aware. Did you see that song, Be Aware? Yeah. That's a Burt Bacharach, Hal David song. Okay. Now, I've never, you know, like I said, I don't sing secular music. When I told you a little while ago that at 15 I was invited to a recording session, Dionne Warwick was recording that night with Burt Bacharach. Mm-hmm. And one of the songs that night mm-hmm. was a song called Be Aware. Yeah. Now, the, I'm sitting next to the harpist. Dionne Warwick is in a soundproof booth. Yeah. I can't hear the words. Mm-hmm. The music is gorgeous. Well, when they played it, in, in the, when they finally recorded it a few times and then they played it through the speakers, mm-hmm. the musicians were taking a break. So they're all talking. I couldn't really hear the words. Yeah. So I had to wait for the album to be released. Okay. I bought it, picked it up. And when I read the words, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is more Christian than some Christian songs I've heard. Just to show you the, the first verse, when the sun is warm where you are and it's comfortable and safe where you are, well, it's not exactly that way all over. And somewhere in the world, someone is cold, be aware. And while you're feeling young, someone is old, be aware. And while your stomach's full, somewhere in this world, someone is hungry. When there is so much, should anyone be hungry? When there's laughter all around me and my family and friends surround me, if I seem to be forgetful, remind me that somewhere in the world, people are weak, be aware. And while you speak your mind, others can't speak. Be aware. And while your children sleep somewhere in the world, a child is homeless. When we have so much, should any child be homeless? Oh no, not even one child. Be aware. When the sun is warm where you are and It's comfortable and safe Where you are Well, it's not exactly that way All over 
TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission from the CD, The Heart of God. Be aware by our amazing? guest. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing Damaris message? Carbon. It is amazing. It is amazing. And I thought if anybody should be aware, it's the Christian. When, when, when someone's sitting next to you sometimes, you, you may not realize that person is, could be falling apart. Oh, that the Holy Spirit would, 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 would enlighten us and that we would walk around with a sensitivity to to where people are at. Obviously, when you made the transition and God humbled you, <laughs> you became uh, incredibly sensitive, incredibly sensitive to the needs of others, compassionate to the needs of others. I'm looking in your eyes as you describe uh, people's needs, and it's and it's it's all over you. Well, it's the it's the work of God. I mean, you know, for it is God who works in you to will and to do, and and He who began a good work is faithful to complete it. I mean, God. If we open ourselves to the Lord, truly, say, Holy Spirit, I need you to, you know, work in me, change me. He, I mean, there's an, a compassion like you've never had, a, a, a love like that you know is of God. Mm -hmm. Because Damaris, the way Damaris naturally is, it stinks. Right. So, do you think that's an essential? Well, I, I you know, I, I hear what you're saying. But do you think that that's an essential element for music ministry to oh, get to has, that point? Has to. Has to. How can you? 
Because I've heard people who can sing. Right. I mean, they, they can really, really sing. Yeah. But the compassion element is not anywhere near where yours is. Well, they're, they're you know, I remember many times. Do you times, still think they can be effective? Um, yes, because I feel if the gospel message, it's like Paul, remember when Paul said that some preach with wrong motives? Yeah, but just preach it anyway. Right, okay. But listen, if you're giving the gospel, if they're singing the gospel, even uh-huh. if they're showing off, because yeah. I showed off, so oh my goodness gracious, yeah. I can't remember how many times I went up with the attitude is, wait till you hear this. Uh-huh. I mean, how God didn't, I'm just, I tell people I'm glad I'm not God because I would have killed me. <laughs> would have been a bolt of lightning <laughs> oh or something. Yeah. And so, you know, every once in a while when I see people showing off, I want to get a little upset, Derek, and the yeah. Lord goes, mercy, mercy, hmm. you, you were, I cannot tell you, you, you have forgotten how many times you went up with the same attitude. Exactly. And so I feel like, can they be effective? That's not my place. And also another thing is I will stand before the judgment seat of Christ all by myself. And every song, every concert, every conference, anything I've done in the name of Jesus will be put through the fire. I am praying something comes out okay. Yeah. I I took a look at your website, uh, www.damariscarbar.com last night. Saw a little clip of you in concert. Uh, you had an orchestra behind you. Oh, that was It was yeah. huge. It was like a real... 40-piece. Uh, it was a 40-piece symphony that was in, in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. When you're in a concert setting like that, who is listening to you? I mean, because it would appear that the only people that could afford to see something like that would be people that have money. No, that was in a church. Okay. It was... Um, I think it was ticketed, and I'm not sure. But then that was shown on the Day of Discovery television program, no which kidding. they're the people that have produced all my CDs. Okay. The same people that put out Our Daily Bread, mm-hmm. that ministry. It's the ministry started by Dr. M.R.D. Hahn, mm-hmm. and the, the son did the television, and the television program is still on. It's called Day of Discovery. Yeah. Well, the Day of Discovery took that, produced that live concert and separated into two half hours and aired it. So that was aired um, okay. on television. Um, people saw it. People were able to see it. And all I wanted that night to be is I, that was um, a concert. I speak between all 10 songs and I gave my testimony. In that concert, I told the people what God had done in my heart. And uh, when I was rehearsing for that concert, Derek, I, I got to tell you something happened. I was rehearsing the song He's Been Faithful, which is one of the songs that I'm most known for with because I recorded that with the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Okay, That's on my live CD. Uh-huh. Anyway, when I was recording, when I was rehearsing that afternoon with that symphony, I remember the Lord kind of, because I couldn't believe it. I'm standing there. I'm going, I cannot believe I have a symphony behind me right now. Mm. I just can't believe this. Yeah, no, I was huge. And, I, and like, it's like the Lord said, you like, you like that, right? <laughs> and I went, my oh, daughter, my, my precious goodness. daughter. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, Lord, you know right now how I feel. And he goes, this is how I felt the Lord spoke to me. He yeah. says, I've always wanted to give you that. But you never wanted it for the right reasons. But tonight you will glorify me. Nice. He says in his word, praise him, praise him with the stringed instruments, with the cymbal, with the brass. And Mm -hmm. I had all of that praising the Lord. And so I, 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 he wants to give us way more than, than, than we'll, than we'll let him in a way, in a way, because we're, we're the ones that hold his hand back. Yeah, yeah. When I watched you, you were preaching and you were singing, as you were saying, <laughs> you were singing and you were preaching. When did you start preaching? 
Well, I've just been talking. <laughs> just well, you been were talking. preaching. Well, I you talk were preaching between, the gospel, I, lady. It's so funny because I, I talk and people say, you preach. I go, well, okay. <laughs> I guess yeah. I, but I never, ever, that I have to say, it, I never said, okay, I'm going to preach now. Okay. Ever. Okay. I just speak. And I also felt like whenever I do sing, I always feel like I've got to introduce the song with the way that song ministers to me and why and through scripture. Like what what are the verses that, that what verse can I find to kind of even back up even more the message of the song? So I feel I need to be prepared mm-hmm. for every concert to I just see. have God's word. Lord, bring to mind the word that you want me to say between these songs and bring to mind verses that have come, you know, to me um, so that I might speak in a way that will proclaim the the news in a better way. So I, so you prepare in yeah, prayer. But I'm is not, that I, I've is never, it prayer? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And then it, but it's not like, okay, Lord, I want to preach a sermon and this is my three points. Never. never. Okay. It's, it's not like that. But I mean, I've read some of the comments on your website and everybody refers to you as an awesome preacher. Well, I'm, I'm doing speaking now. I'm speaking in women's conferences. And for those, I prepare differently. That's different. But I still don't. It's so funny. I still I can't say it. You, I seem, can't a little say, un- you, see, yeah, you seem a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't say I'm preaching. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing it. And, well, it, and, it, and it's an awesome job. And I see I see how people can be blessed. Good. I tell you what, Demaris, let's take a quick break. Sure. We're going to talk a little bit more about you, your CD, The Heart of God. Uh, you got a Christmas CD out, Joy to the World. That's my favorite. You, you like that? Oh, my word. We're going to talk a bit about that and uh, get your opinion on a few things, too. Okay. When Music with a Mission continues. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God yeah. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God merciful. is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. In the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, the Apostle Paul says these words I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. We're living at a time when there seems to be less and less of the regard for authority. I think it's imperative that you and I begin to pray for teachers, for police officers, for government in the home, for government in the nation at every possible level. It is time to believe that God is able to help us and help our authorities. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. That's nycprayer.org. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. Having a great conversation with Damaris Carbaugh, singer, and she re- she's reluctant to say preacher, but she's a preacher, too. She's a preacher of the gospel and uh, a great woman of God. Um, Damaris, I was saying, you're, you're a native New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Grew up in New York? Born in Woman's Hospital in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. and Upper West f- Side, what part? Um, right on Amsterdam and 
114th. That's where the uh, the hospital now is called something else. Okay. And St. Luke's or something. Is that, that where was, you grew up? That No, I grew up in the South Bronx. No kidding. So, so people, the Bronx is a little like Nazareth. People ask, can anything good come out of it? I was, I was going to say, and especially back then, <laughs> the South Bronx was really rough and rugged. It doesn't appear that you came from Nazareth. <laughs> well, God can save anywhere. That's Understood. What, I you know, the what South struggles Bronx. did you have there, though? My We're, struggles has been me. My really? me, me. Uh, okay. I don't. Not, I've never. Thank the Lord. I have been. I was raised in a wonderful home, so I have never had a struggle with drugs. I've never had a struggle with alcohol. I've never had a struggle with um, immoral lifestyle. Nice. I mean that 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 that's been wonderful. Good. But I've had a struggle with dying to myself. Okay. And uh, I've I've just not really understood, and it's still God is still teaching me what it is. When Jesus said, you want to follow me, Damaris, you need to take up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. And I'm still learning what that is, but God invites us on a daily basis, which amazes me because it's not like he said, you know, you do that once and it's done. Mm -hmm. You you take up that cross daily, and there's only one thing you do on it, and it's you die. You die to what you want so that you live to what he wants. And that's that's a that's. That's why, you know what? It's every day because mm-hmm. even if you did it yesterday, I tell people you got resurrection power. <laughs> you died <laughs> yesterday and you pop up. <laughs> Hence new mercies every day. Yeah, amen. Exactly. You're just back from um, overseas, huh? Yes. I was in Guatemala, in Mexico City, in Guatemala City, in Nicaragua, in Managua, Nicaragua, and in San Pedro Sula, and Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Nice. I love the accent. <laughs> Very nice. Wonderful four-country tour, lots of meetings, lots of people making decisions for the Lord, yeah. singing, um, testifying, and um, God gave us over 573 souls. That literally, that means people that not only raised their hands, but went to a particular place, filled out their name mm-hmm. so that they could be followed up on. That nice. was over 500. So I'm just, nice. we came back sure. rejoicing, floating. Of course, of course. Thanking God. Now you have a Christmas album out. Yes. Joy to the World. And I did that years ago, but when I do concerts, people will ask me all the time, which is your favorite CD? And they think I'm kidding when I say my favorite CD is my Christmas CD. It is incredibly orchestral okay it is huge yeah and there's a few songs first of all um all 10 songs have the gospel i put in silent night i put in a holy night yeah the, the ones that some people know so that they you know some of them are familiar but then there's a song in there called a cradle in the shadow of a cross and what's that about it is like a lullaby four verses the third verse is my favorite that says all the shepherd lads were bending the knee and the little lambs were trying to see yeah. the Passover lamb born in a manger just to give his life for lost sheep wow. like me. Wow. I mean, so I tell people, listen, Christmas time is one of the most incredible times to reach people for the Lord. Everyone walks around a little mushier than they do the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little softer, a little sure, lighter. Sure. <laughs> and then I tell people... Give my Christmas CD to somebody that doesn't know Jesus. Even atheists like Christmas yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. You so, can penetrate oh, somebody then, huh? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, I, and then there's songs like The Way of Love and uh, He Became Poor. Beautiful, beautiful, very lush arrangements. Gorgeous, but the gospel is in my Christmas CD. Well, let's listen to the one you talked about, A Cradle and oh. the Shadow of a Cross. 
From the CD, Joy to the World, by our guest, Damaris Carver, on Music with a Mission. Just a cradle in the shadow of a cross. Just a cradle in the shadow of a cross.
Music with a mission for the CD, Joy to the World, A Cradle in the Shadow of a Cross, mm-hmm. by our guest, Damaris Carbaugh. Beautiful. Thank you. I like it. What's coming up next for you? Anything coming up for you? You can pray. Um, help us pray. And those that are listening, help us pray. Um, I'd like to record something else. I am no longer with Discovery House Music yeah. because of the whole economic um, difficulties that, you know, yeah. they're not we're not doing another one with them. So sure. the next album that I do, I would probably have to finance myself. I see. And that I'm not prepared to do at the moment. Right. But we want to. We want to record something else. But you're still doing concerts, though. I'm huh? still doing full-time. Full-time. If, if you go to my website, www.dammerscarbaugh.com, click on itinerary, and you'll see where I'll be. I'm either doing a concert or a women's conference okay. or even even in a participating in a church service like I did a few weeks ago here. Um, so, yeah, go there and pray for us. And even if you can't go, you can at least look and say, Lord, be with her and help her. And my husband travels with me full time, and that's wonderful. I was going to say, I saw you playing with your wedding ring there. You, you're <laughs> my, married. <laughs> I am married 30 years. Nice. 30 years we've been, we have just an incredible, incredible relationship. What's the secret of 30 years of marriage? Just Jesus. <laughs> and the way you said it, you meant it. <laughs> it's G- I'm not kidding you. It is Jesus. And, you know, you say that sometimes, Derek, and people go, yeah, 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 but really, really. See, that attitude of, yeah, 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 but yeah. no, 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 it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. We just don't bring him in. Ah. Because I don't expect from Rod what only Jesus can give me, yeah. and Rod doesn't expect from me what only Jesus can give him. And many people are trying to pull from their spouses, listen, <laughs> yeah. he's not Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your spouse will never make you happy, no. quote unquote. No, right? no. You know, it's been great talking to Thank you. Thank you, Derek. It's really been wonderful talking to you. Great having you on Music with a Mission. I wish you all the best with what God has for you. Damaris Carbon. Thank you once again. You're very welcome. God bless you and all that are listening. Take joy, my king, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music with a mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website at www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Maggie Diaz. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a mission.